Yeah, he doing too much work over there. Yeah, I'm trying to get all this out the way before next weekend because I got another event coming up. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because uh, what event you just what what, you, what 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 event pitches you, Anderson? I'm doing uh, the Zodica ones. Oh my goodness! How was Zodica in New Jersey? <clears throat> it's pretty dope, especially since I hadn't I hadn't um been the one since April because I was out the country after that. So for me, it was six months of just not being at no event. So it was kind of like I kind of want to get back to that whole scene. Mm. Oh my goodness, man! And yeah, I, I I was looking at the pictures that you took. Of course, it seems like everybody wants you to take their pictures, man. <laughs> you know what it is? Like it it never used to be that way. Like I felt like I wanted to take pictures. Now yeah. it's like I'll either like get stopped, somebody will, like grab me and be like, oh, take my picture, or somebody will be like, hey, you want to take pictures? Like I don't even have to ask half the time now. See, see, I hope when I go to to his article that I get the equivalent that you get with the pictures I get with people who want to be on camera and, and want me to ask some questions. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a consistency thing with me because like you see people so many times in the same year that you kind of get used to them. Like you expect to see somebody no matter what event it is because you just used to that whole like calendar cycle. Oh my goodness! So, what was different about this exotica than previous years that you noticed? Uh, I don't know. Like honestly, I think I think the crowd is starting to die down. Not necessarily like overall, but I don't feel like Jersey is as crazy as it used to be. I feel like Friday is crazier now. Like Saturday used to be the craziest day. Now I feel like Friday is the craziest day. Saturday is kind of spread out. And by the time it hits about seven o'clock Friday, eight at the latest, it seems like a lot of the people that would have been there all night kind of leave. Mm-hmm. And Sunday is just Sunday is just kind of like anything you want to do, like go go Sunday to network. Go Sunday to network if you're in the industry. Go Sunday if you're a fan, basically, to get pictures without having to stand on line for as, as long. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like died down the third day, which I think it probably would have because a lot more excitement is on the first two days anyway. Yeah, because the last day is like, like, and one thing you notice when you stay at the hotel is you see a lot of people leave on Saturday night or they'll they'll leave the convention like four hours before it's even over. It's over at 10 o'clock on Saturday. A lot of people be breaking out at six. They're like, "Yeah, we're leaving. We're driving out. We're flying out tonight." So after time, well, I know why because years past, motherfuckers got stuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh, or what have you. Especially even with AVNs, because I used to see because that's when the snow hits, especially for up north. Yeah, so, me, it's like, and I mean, I've never really dealt with snow during this event because I feel like. The time of year it is, it's not really like late enough for you to get like consistent snow. Mm-hmm. But shoot, man! But I swear, yeah, we about to get into it because we about to get into the good, bad, and the ugly. Because I know you saw all of that. Yeah, <laughs> you know how we gets down. Because I think the last time we talked was the exotic in New Jersey last year. That's what I'm saying, because it's been a minute, because, like, I know we didn't talk about any of the, like, January stuff that happened, like, none of those events. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to talk about all that, see? So, with that being said, hello, smokers, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge. You know who I am, Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know where to find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Let me tell you about 
four wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game of racism, magazine.com. Also, the new home of the premium smoke room. And for you content creators, 90% profit. And for you consumers, a new place to consume your Triple H content. I'm talking about none other than ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated. You're talking about voiceover with Smacks, and they even have virtual reality. I'm talking about the one and only BlushErotica.com. What's up, cinematographer? Also, we're a proud member of the Black G with Black. Try that again. <laughs> I was rolling too, damn it. Shit. We're a proud member of the Black Podcast Network on shopgwdistrict.com. And like the link says, go to shopgwdistrict.com and buy from over 500 Black-owned retailer shops and boutiques. Also, in the mornings, 6 o'clock, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can figure it out any other way. Excuse me, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'm sorry. I'm talking about find me on fully swap, full swap radio.com. Five days out of the week in the morning. That's right. So wake and bake, drink your coffee, and catch this smoke as I talk to the industry's best, from the legends to the newbies, about that real smoke that we give you about the industry. Also, check me out on skyhawkapperdarktv.com as well as the BGPLLC app. Now, I'm sitting here talking to photographer, a short and air, the man that, that gives you the best pictures from any of the porn conventions, and some of you and some of you ladies love for him to take your picture. I'm talking about the one and only Jay Burke. Say hello to him, man. What's going on? I feel like it's been like forever. Like I feel like 2023, we ain't even talked to the people. Yeah, man. It, 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 I was like, I was just thinking the other day. I was thinking the other day when I hit you up. I said, damn, I ain't had Burke on the show in a minute. We ain't chopped it up in a minute. So, so let's see. Let's play catch up, shall we? So, what was the first event that you went to this year? Uh, ABN. Oh my God. So, I heard so much about AVN, so I want to hear from your experience. How was it that this year? I mean, well, for me, it was nice to be back because that has been like the longest gap of anything. So it's been a whole three years. So it was nice to be back in that environment. It's nice to have the whole, pretty much everybody. You don't really got to exit they're coming because yeah. you know that's like everybody's coming through. So it was nice to do that. What wasn't nice is that when you finally get to the new space you realize the hotel is not really trying to have you there. They're going to like oh, discriminate. No, they're going to look at you funny. And it's like, it wasn't a pleasant experience. Yeah. I heard that, that, that the hotel they moved to one had families in it and three, the girls were showing shit this year. Yeah. Because they, because they, they wouldn't really allow it. They were like, like if you were upstairs in that space, you were fine. But as far as like just walking around normally, like if you're even walking, from your car to the hotel to get up there, they're like, nah, go back, put something else on, go change upstairs. But they were being like ultra strict. Yeah, because I, I heard so much uh, that was going down <laughs> at the AVNs um, from the testing. Um, a lot of people didn't even get their tests and missed out on shooting that weekend and everything. Uh -huh. But I said this before, I was like, why did y'all wait to get tested in Vegas? Yeah, that, that's what I don't understand. It's like, 
a lot of people will come in and be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to come in on. I know people that came in, they got there that Tuesday. So it starts on Wednesday. They got there on Tuesday. They're like, yeah, I'm going to go get tested on Tuesday. I'm like, listen, I live near testing. So I can walk by there and see how crowded it is at any point. And I've seen, it was like two, three hour waits for people. So I don't know why you would come in on Tuesday. Everybody's coming on Tuesday because that's generally what you do. You do an event. You come in the day before. So you ain't got to rush, you know, to get ready. Yeah, because it, it when I was looking at the pictures, I said, well, damn, look, they were voting. <laughs> that's what it looked like. I thought it was, it was a voting crazy. line for a second. I said, wait a second, that the test line. I'm like, oh, I know they are gonna get because they overload the system. Yeah, and it's like it's like everybody wanted to come at the same time. Like you can't do it on that Tuesday. You gotta like honestly, I don't I don't know if they're open on the weekends or whatever. But I feel like if there's an opportunity, like if you live in the town, if you live in the city and you're already in Vegas, don't even do it that week. Like do it Thursday or Friday. Don't even wait till the next week. No, because see, no, because you got these motherfuckers that sit here and say, well, you need to be three days. You need to be four days. You need to be same day. I'm like, what's wrong with a fucking week out? <laughs> I think I think a lot of people are untrustworthy. So what? I think a lot of people are untrustworthy. It's like anything could happen in a matter of a week. Anything could happen in a matter of like 24 hours. So they want to take like less of a chance of happening. (laughs) Shit could happen in an hour. But see, but that speaks to the the whole of the industry is that, because me and you talked about it before, that saturation sometimes is not a good thing. No, it's it's, um, honestly like everything is kind of overly saturated because. Before, three years ago, like you got to think about like three years ago, everybody that was doing it was doing it because they wanted to do it. Yeah. Nothing was kind of pushing them in that direction. Three years later, a lot of people started doing it because COVID happened. Yeah. And they wanted to try something different. They lost their job. They needed income. So now you got all these people that really didn't have any desire to do it. And then they just jumped in there because they wanted to find a new way to make money. Mm-hmm. And now they're in it. And now there's way more people in it that really didn't have any desire to be doing it in the first place. Yeah. And and, and part of that desire is realizing that I have to curb my sex life outside of this shit if I want yeah. to continue to make money at it. So, yeah, I mean, because I hear a lot of females have been taking steps back from the industry. I've been hearing a lot of females now trying to do the content partnership. Um it's like, I mean, because you out there, it, it, is, is it that crazy? I feel like, I feel like it, it's harder to, it's harder for not necessarily established people because a lot of, a lot of established people, they, they strictly work with like studios and companies and all that. But I feel like on the independent level, you're not, you're not really competing against other people. You're competing against other people and what they're willing to work for. Mm-hmm. So Whatever you're willing to work for doesn't really matter because there's a hundred other people that are willing to do it for like way less. So you're competing against the fact that you might have to sacrifice what you do because they're like, well, I'm trying to get anything I can. And if there's a hundred people trying to get anything they can, you the only one charging a certain price, they're going to go over there. They're not going to look at you. Yeah, because even when you look at like with girls only fans, you, you, you. You know what I'm saying? The free only fan. Because now with the trend now is the free only fan, the VIP only fan. 
which I kind of figured out why they do it now. Because from somebody, you know what I'm saying, uh, Tisha get her only fan. Um, you can't have a paywall and have a subscription. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, oh, so that's why the girls are doing two only fans. But it's still, it's kind of, how can I put this? I don't think it's making a damn difference because they're buying the same content. Yeah, I think I, I think they might need to be like rules as far as like pricing is concerned, because in in business in business I'm not really sure or I don't think you can undercut somebody else to the point where you really like harm their business. There has to be some sort of rules of ethics. I mean, there's rules and ethics um, that, that determine pricing and stuff and stuff of that nature. You know, period. Um, because even with Mickey D's, they had their value menu. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But they still have their high price items. And, you know what I'm saying, people still get their high price items. You know, period. But the problem with our business is that, yeah, there's... It's kind of like this. When you saw the actors in Hollywood get together and strike, you would never see no shit like that in porn. There's no... No, because, because nobody would ever agree. Yeah, they're, there's they're, no cohesion in the business. We're too we're too much of an individualist business. Yeah, that's why it's kind of like it's kind of like you got to have a an open mind state because you got to be willing to be like I'm not going to necessarily be set because you never know what somebody's going to do the next day that's just going to undercut whatever you got going on. Yeah. So if you stand firm and you're like, oh, this is the way I want it, you got to be willing to sometimes be like one one week. You know, I made whatever amount of money. Next week, I'm not even making like 30% of that. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes if you're going to stick to your guns, you just got to understand that there are going to be those times when somebody's going to come along, they're going to undercut you. Yeah. And if you really want to sell things the way you want to sell it, you just don't have to take that L that week. I think people, it's more about clout than money nowadays. It is. It is. A lot, a lot of my friends that have nothing to do with it, they all think everybody is rich because they're like look at the amount of followers they got and look at how much attention they get they be like damn i mean you ever been to one of their houses do they like live in like a mansion or something i'm like why would you think that and they're like ah oh, because they got like seven hundred thousand followers i'm like that don't mean nothing no, followers. Okay. Well, I, was gonna be, I mean sweetie proved that look how many followers she had and nobody bought that bought that single <laughs> yeah i was like you ain't getting paid from the amount of followers you got no, because the only thing follower does is just give they follow you. You know, yeah. period. It's 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 like they always want to talk about their followers, but you don't never hear nobody talk about the subscribers. As I'm saying, I said I said don't Drake got something like 20 million followers. So you telling yeah. me every time you put out an album, you put out he sells 20 million albums? Because I don't think he do. And for what I hear how Spotify and these damn these platforms do streaming. He's shit. He making more money, got them turn than he is, got them with that album. Yeah, I'm like, artists can't even sell 20 million singles for 99 cents. So the followers really don't mean nothing. These people are not, they're followers, they're not supporters. I swear, it's just some of the conversations I hear women have is mind-blowing. I'm like, some of y'all motherfuckers really don't understand business, do you? 
I think it'd be very helpful for people to actually get into the business and understand a little bit of business at the same time. Yeah, because I think a person that has a business background that gets into this thrives better than someone that hasn't. Especially yeah. the ones that came in during the pandemic where, oh, I lost my job, I need to do this. Because what ends up happening is if you have a business background, you, you understand the ups and downs. If you don't have a business background, you panic when the downs happen. Exactly. And that and that's when people end up being like, oh, I gotta like kind of like have a fire sale. Like I just gotta sell everything here's a sale here's a 99 cent sale it's like for what like you know you hurt and they don't know you hurting <laughs> you ain't got to do that yeah but see this is like i said once again we living for clout we living for others you know period <laughs> because it's kind of like um even with the because i've been saying this before but now you don't see a lot of girls busting it up on the timelines anymore <laughs> i mean because like i've, I've sat in rooms with people and one person will talk about posting stuff and then somebody else will be like, why are you even posting that? Because you're posting stuff for free and these people are just, they, they, they don't feel inclined to buy something if they always get it free. Yeah, because see, but see, also it's the way that you post it. See, it's a difference between I'm posting an actual trailer for a scene. I'm posting a professional looking picture. She just have her tits out. Versus yeah. you're posting your ass squirting and that was the video. So when they go and go look at it, they're seeing you playing your coochie with a dildo and then squirt, and all that was five minutes. And yeah, you should. They didn't get a membership. Yeah, there should be no five-minute videos on your timeline at all. At all. That's just ridiculous. You know, period. Now I'm talking about the actual scene was five minutes, but what they post is the squirt, which is maybe like what thirty seconds. But if that's the crescendo of the scene. Guess what you just did? Yeah, it's like you just posted the movie ending pretty much. <clears throat> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we we had rules. You don't post a pop shot. Never. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I ain't gonna front. I became a slave of the times. I post little like two minute clips of a doggy style or something <laughs> like that. That's just because I'm lazy and I'm more focused on podcasting. But yeah. but the thing about it is it, it's just like I told people, I said, we need to get back to our cinematic days. The cinematic days is not just, just the way we filmed it. It's also the storytelling behind it. It also has to do with the way that we promoted our shit. People put out trailers. They had the skit in the front of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, I'm starting to see more of us do that shit now. But at one point, that was the industry as a whole. That's what it has to get back to the industry as a whole doing it. Yeah, like I feel like um, I feel like I get it, but I'm a little bit different from other people that do it because like I come from a film background, so I understand the whole like doing stories and doing the lead up and not necessarily showing like every big action scene. I completely understand it just because of my background, but I don't think everybody else does because. They're not coming from that. They're not looking at a trailer and be like, damn, this looks interesting. I could do the same thing. I'm like, I've dealt with that. So I already I'm know like, you can't get people. You know what I'm about to say. They copy and miss be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> the women are copying bitch be nasty. You know how many? Let's keep it 100, dog. 
Since she came out, how many Miss B Nancy copycats have we seen? I don't even know. <laughs> but like it is a very copycat industry, so yeah. You know, period. But it's kind of like, but even though yeah, it was copycat, it wasn't, it wasn't overt. It wasn't overt like it was. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's the entertainment industry now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's just everything's repetitive. From the music to 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 even with some of the movies out this motherfucking shit. <laughs> yeah, cause because each point where, where they just rebooted uh Frasier. I've been watching that. <laughs> I'm like, damn, y'all can't think of nothing new. Y'all had to bring I had to re- reboot one. But no, nah, but that's just how it is, I guess. <laughs> Play the game is man. So, what was the next uh event you went to after the after um, uh, AVN? Well, that, that was X3, and that was like a week and a half after AVN. Mm-hmm. So, I think AVN was over that Sunday. I think X3 was that next next week, Friday. Oh, my goodness. So, so, so my listeners, if you haven't listened before, my new ones, explain to them the difference between X3 and AVN. I mean, it's really just a company thing. Like, they are both, like, fan, um, I guess, like, fan events. Mm -hmm. So one thing is four days. It's four days on the last day it's in awards. The way X3, it's two days. The second day is actually longer than any day from any convention. The second day is, like, I think it's, like, 12 to 10 or 10 to 10. So it's a really long day. Mm -hmm. And the last day on that Sunday there's nothing in the daytime and then there's the awards on at nighttime. So the difference is the, the, the X3 thing that's only been happening for two years now. So that's a brand new thing. The venue is, the venue is very small. Like I'm not a fan of the venue at all. It's the Hollywood Palladium. It's a really tiny venue and it's not really enough space for what they try to do in there. It's cool if they could find a, I don't know if they could really find a way to expand it because they did, use more of the space than they did the first year, but it's still just not a big space. Like you got to find somewhere else to do that event after your contract is up. <laughs> I believe it. So shoot, so was it more people there this year? Uh, yes, but that was also the problem. Like there was way more people there and I felt like they put more booths on the, on the main floor. So there was less space and more people. Oh my goodness. So shoot, yeah, because um, I, did I see the pictures from X3? I probably did, or what have you, and everything. So, um, and then, of course, I know you did Izaka in Chicago, right? Yep. Yeah. How is Chicago? I think, I think honestly, like, in terms of all four, all four of those events, um, Chicago's probably my favorite one, because it's across the street, the hotel is is a good hotel like it's it's like the rooms are super big they you know the breakfast area is like a buffet so everybody comes downstairs so you're gonna run into a lot of people in the morning time during breakfast and it's i don't know it seems it seems like certain people will come out to chicago that just don't come anywhere else Mm -hmm. so it's a good thing like i'm not really a big fan of the miami one because miami in the summertime is just a terrible idea I got it's hot. It's hot. It's, it's, it's sticky. Yes, it is. Oh God, it's just oh God. Oh. So it's like not a good thing, but Chicago is pretty fun. Like I've I've never went to Chicago and felt like it was bad. It's like no, I like 
everything from the the venue to the the hotel. I mean, there's not a lot in the area, but you know, it's not really an expensive place either, like over there. So if you want to order something, you ain't gotta pay a lot for it. Yeah, so, so any craziness happening at Antarctica? No, I felt like I felt like the two that I went to this year because I didn't do Miami. I felt like the two that I went to were just it kind of tame. Like even even the after party in Jersey, like it was just a tame after party. I didn't stay forever, but the people I spoke to said it was just kind of there. It wasn't a lot going on. Well, shoot. So did you go to X Bids? Nope. Okay, so you visit X Bids. So yeah, I heard a lot of interesting thing about X Bids. And now I'm gonna ask you this because me and Ted had this conversation, and this conversation kind of popped up. Groupies. Um, for what you see, how bad is the groupie, the groupie scenario has been this year at some of these um, conventions? Um, I don't really, I don't really think it's a big deal. I feel like you got, I feel like you got a lot of people that come there on a regular basis on both sides, the men and the women. Like, I don't feel like it's a really big deal. Mm. And then I feel like. I feel like when you go to these events, like you're used to seeing certain people, and even the new faces, mm-hmm. if they've never been there, they're kind of hesitant. So when they show up there, they're like, it's like Disney World for them. They're like, wow, like I've never seen this. So it's a first time thing for them. I don't feel like people come there really to be groupies, even though there are some, you know what it is? There's a lot more <clears throat> guys that show up that want to tell everybody their talent. They're really not talent, and it doesn't last. And within, by the end of the weekend, there's definitely a group of people that's like, oh, did you meet that one guy who said he's talented? Like, oh, yeah, I don't like him. And you see a lot more of that popping up now. People claiming to be one thing don't really have anything to back it up with. And then a bunch of performers automatically just knowing who you're talking about as soon as you like bring that topic up. See, my, my thing of it is, is... <clears throat> Like I say, it just in years past, I didn't hear this. You know what I'm saying? With these conventions. And that's why I was like, the the thought that anybody can do it opens up, it's going to always open up more problems. Because no matter what, because I know what people are going to say, well, they had the cash the cash back in the day. And you, you had the producers, they used to get hit from the girls. We have, I, yeah. Porn always had porn always straddled the line of dirt, dirty and thirsty. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. They, 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 back in the 70s, they dealt with pimps. I don't need to, I don't need to say no more. But it's like to me, you hear more about that. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, why the dudes, in your opinion, I mean, they didn't hurt my opinion, but I'm gonna ask you. Why do dudes think it's that fucking easy to infiltrate the business like that? Because they literally have the balls to come to a convention. Ain't never shot shit talking about their talent. A convention where you know the porn star is going to be. Even my black ass knew when I went to convention, I was in the business. In certain ladies, I am not going to be able to touch. (laughs) Will not get close to, won't even smell. 
You feel me? These motherfuckers walking that bitch. And mind you, I had scenes underneath my belt. Hell. You know what I'm saying? Some of the girls I worked with been nominated. Motherfuckers kind of knew who I was. But I even knew how to step up in that motherfucker. I wasn't stupid. What the fuck going on here? What the fuck going on nowadays? Um, I think a lot of people, they turn, and this is with like everything, a lot of people turn their interest and they try to turn it into their life. So they always feel like they can be whatever they watch or whatever they listen to. And then when they come to conventions, some of them that have been there more than once, they're, they meet people and these people are nice to them. <clears throat> and a lot of people don't know how to take someone being nice as just being nice. They take it as something else. So when you're nice to them, they're like, oh, well, maybe you want to work. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know, someone's speaking and they're like, oh, do you shoot? And they're like, no, but I'm thinking about it. And then them thinking about it, they might get one person to say yes. All of a sudden, they consider themselves talent now. So... A lot of people just don't know how to interpret people really just being nice and cool with them. And they think that they can just turn that into a profession, but they're not really professional. Like they're aggressive, they're thirsty, they're annoying. And they think this is the way to like, they they think that's persistent. They don't understand that it's not being persistent. It's being like pushy. It's being annoying about it. It's not being persistent. Like persistent is talking to people and, being cool if you reject it or whatever, not everybody's gonna say yes. Persistent is not bugging someone every day, the entire weekend, numerous times until they maybe say yes, even though they've never said yes before. Yeah, because even when like with my first shoot, it took a while for me to get that first shoot. And I didn't even want it. That's the sad part about the shit. You feel what I'm coming from? I didn't want it. I wanted the money. That's only why I took it. You know what I'm saying? The potential money that could be made. And it's like, to me, it's kind of like, and and it sounds funny as fuck, but like I said, the cell phone was the beginning of the downfall because the Facebook groups, I knew it was coming, Bert. I'm t- when I saw the Facebook groups, you know what I'm talking about, because you've been in the Facebook groups. Before they were busted open on Twitter, they were busted open in goddamn Facebook groups. <laughs> I think, I think it's a very big like, like we were we we live in like the inclusive era, yeah. so people have taken that and they've misunderstood what that meant. They think inclusive means that I should be able to do anything. And if you don't uh, accept me, then you know you're hating or you're trying to like block me. And it's like, yeah, but you're you're taking the whole concept of what that means. You're turning it into if I want to shoot and you say no, you're discriminating against me. And it's like that's not discrimination. That's just somebody choosing to say no. Like they people also have a choice. Anyone can say no to anyone when it comes to that. So it's not discrimination if somebody doesn't want to work with you. It's just their personal preference. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Only fan took away. Only fan took away Shane. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was Shane when I came in the game because a lot of dudes didn't want to get in front of that camera. Females, they rather trick than the view porn. So it's kind of like the shame went away, <laughs> and everybody, 
Now the Indians want to be Chiefs. Yeah, the money. You look yeah. at the money now. You see some people, you might see somebody you know personally, and they making money and they doing that. You'd be like, oh well, I could probably do that. You do it. You see that 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 first uh check or whatever, or that first payout, and you're like, wow, this is good. Then it just starts from there. Yeah, because it, actually, it's funny you say that because that sounds like a tubi plot. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. They didn't have, I didn't see three OnlyFans type movies. Where, of course, if it's a movie and it's black folk, and I love my brothers and sisters, y'all always going to make it negative towards the end or what have But anyway, I digress. But yeah, we're about to have a real conversation here. All right, what do you think of people, men in particular, that their woman gets an OnlyFans and they have an issue with it? Uh, the men get it or the women get it? They they get the OnlyFans. If the woman the woman gets one. Well, did she have one beforehand or did she have one after the relationship started? After the relationship started. It's like, put it this way. The concept of these movies are times is rough. The girl gets her OnlyFans. Of course, she tells the husband, what have you. He has his issues with it. His people have the issues with it. Okay, boom. And then, of course, it's bullshit that happens where stalker Shit, you 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 get the drift. Basically, a negative spin upon, you know, what happens if you have an OnlyFans page. But I mean, go ahead. What you about to say? I'm about to say I feel like that's a conversation. Like a lot of people, a lot of people think when you get in when you get involved in something like that, it doesn't matter if it happened before you was with the person or after you with the person. I'm like, no, it's a really big difference because before you're with the person, if you already know something before you enter into a situation, you can't really get mad if you don't like the situation because it was happening before you. If it happens after you, that means y'all didn't have a conversation y'all should have had because y'all should have had the conversation because then you could have seen if he was on the same page and if you weren't, whatever you need to do, you need to do. But if it happens beforehand, it's like you're trying to come in and change somebody's life, even though you knew what it was before you stepped in the scene. Because see, this is this is my theory. Us as men, we care about what the other nigga think too much. Because when I think about if a dude dates a stripper, right? You know, you let's keep it real, bird. You know what the boys say. <laughs> And it ain't it ain't positive. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So <clears throat> in the scenarios that I saw that they did on, on, on the on the movies, and you hear in real life, is that at first he has no issue with it until his homies. Why do we give a shit about what the next nigga thinks? Well, because you can't really hide that stuff. It's like, it, it's really hard to hide it because you never know who's looking at what. You never know who's lurking. 
So eventually somebody's going to stumble across it. One person's going to tell another person. Even if you never tell nobody, they never tell nobody. You ain't got to tell nobody. Somebody's just going to stumble across it. And I don't think, I don't think most people have enough restraint to be like, oh yeah, that's my boy. I'm not going to look at that. Like, because they don't necessarily have that sort of loyalty. I mean, they might be friends with you, but they're not necessarily doing anything wrong by looking. It's, you know, if they act different, then yeah, that's a whole different situation. If they're just looking, you can't really like blame them for doing that. Like, what are they doing wrong? See, yeah. But see, to me, I think first and foremost, I was always told never let somebody else tell you about your woman. I was told that by a man that had been married for 50 some odd years to he <laughs> happily. You feel me? So yeah. it's kind of like to me, that's what I mean by with men, we can't even have the space within men to talk about sexuality, to be open, to be realistic. Because I said this joke on the show before. I said, you'll never hear a dude walk to the, to walk into um, barbershop and say, yeah, man, me and my wife went to this swimming club with this dude with this 12 inch dick fuck the shit out of bro. I was horny as a bitch. I was over there getting head. You already know what they're gonna say. Man, you wild, nigga. You let some nigga fuck your bitch. Could yeah, because be <laughs> because they're gonna judge you by whatever whatever standards they live by. Mm-hmm. So if they if you was in a room full of different people and they was all you know thinking like you think, completely different answer. But when you're in a room with people who ain't doing none of the stuff you're doing, they're gonna think completely different, and you're not gonna have any allies in that room. Yeah, because it's kind of like to me, it's like even when I was listening to like in the movie when. <laughs> Dude, this was the funny part. Dude was like, you're going to let another man take care of you and your wife. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, human beings, pride. It's like, you can't. No, it, no because I'm going to tell you what's funny. Because these men was, was afraid that they were going to look weak in front of other dudes. Because that's what it comes down to. If a woman I mean, cheats on you, you take it back, you look weak. Um, if you let you, if, if you let another dude for the shot at your woman, you look weak, you know, period. And it happens on both sides, though. Like, I, I grew up with it happening on the other side. Mm-hmm. I grew up with people that would never date the good guy, and they would always date the bad guy because their friends would always have something to say about the good guy. They always felt like, oh, they're too square, they're not cool, they're not like. They're not the drug dealer. They're not doing all that. So they'd always want them to date the bad dude. And they get into these relationships that people would like just do all this craziness. It always be bad. But the guys that were the nice ones that they really should have been with, they never got with them because they're like, nah, you know, friends don't approve. I was like, why are you letting all your single friends who ain't been in a relationship in the last 10 years? That's what I'm saying. How in the fuck? It's like the people that you're listening to even in the barbershop, half these niggas is having issues with their woman. <laughs> they telling you their perspective of what they would do. <clears throat> but we allow them to project As their I'm saying, It doesn't make any sense because it's like the people you're listening to don't have the experience to talk about the things they're talking about. 
that part. <laughs> Smoke that old garbage. <laughs> See that that to me that's what I think in this day and age, when I sit here and listen to all the conversations on these podcasts and, and stuff about head of household respect. I'm gonna ask you this. Man to man, what causes a woman to lose respect for her man, in your opinion? I didn't even hear what you said. The mic, the, it like, I'm sorry. It cut out. In your like, opinion, what causes a man to lose respect in the eyes of his woman? Because, 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 I mean, we, we have a little man talk that we get back to the point. But because I know you, you a deep thinker like myself. So I, I like having this conversation with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but go ahead and talk. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean like. Yeah. You heard me? No, what you say? You went out for a second. Yeah, I was saying, like, people want to be appreciated. And when I mean appreciated, that's not, like, a monetary thing. It's not you spending money on things. It's, like, you acting like they matter. Like, if they weren't there tomorrow, they don't want you to be like, oh, I'll be all right. I'll be good. It's like, nah, they want you to <laughs> make sure they matter. Like, their presence actually matters. Like, you would care if they weren't there. And a lot of people, they don't do that. They'll, You know, they got the whole on to the next one mentality. Like you're like everyone is replaceable, and I'm like, yes, people are replaceable, but that's only because they're people. Like you can't, there, there, no two people are like you can't replace one person with another person and think it's just the same thing. That's just not how it works. And when you look at that, people sometimes treat the people they're with that way. Like, oh well, if I don't got you, I'll just get another one. And I'm like, well, no, you won't. You can never get another one of anyone because everyone is different. And the moment you start acting like that, you just make it seem like you don't care. Yeah. And you have to care. Like you have to show some level of actually like giving a damn like that you are with the person you're with. Like they matter. Like you should be waking up in the morning and being like, damn, I'm good. Yeah, because it's <clears throat> the one thing I, I say is respect is earned. You have to earn it. If you can't walk into a relationship, you can't walk. This is business or personal. You can't expect that woman to automatically just give you respect because you walk in the goddamn room. <laughs> you gotta have to earn it. And see, it, even to the point in in porn, it being photographer, what have you, it's like the way you walk into the room, your your equipment, the way you direct the photo shoot. Um, the way you talk to the lady, the way you engage the lady, all of this, you know what I'm saying? It, it, this is why I try to explain to dudes, and I explained it to a young cat at work. I said, understand this. It doesn't matter about if she makes more money than you or you make more money than her. You can still be the head of a freaking household, but you have to earn the respect from her. You can't expect her just to respect you because you fucked her. <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 part of the relationship. That's not the whole relationship. Relationship, yeah. You know, period. I mean, don't get it twisted. It helps if you're fucking a good. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like DJ Envy. 
you she didn't she never nutted and you cheated so <laughs> he's a special case on so many levels honestly like i feel like i feel like he gets caught up in so much stuff it's like damn like why are you always in the news about something <laughs> just, uh, yeah this has been a year of dj envy trust and believe this dude man it is interesting shit. But yeah, cause they I hear people talking about he get emasculated by his wife and all that. I'm like, y'all gotta realize you can do you 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 can do things that lose that woman lose respect for you. Yeah. And because everyone sit there and say, well, Jada didn't respect Will. Why didn't she? I don't know. Like I, I they they have an interesting dynamic. I'm not even sure I want to know what was going on, but you couldn't help but to know because they told us. <laughs> yeah, she's he's way too passive about like just being personal, and she's way too like open about it. Yeah, way too open. So, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get back to this this convention thing. So, we're about to give y'all some knowledge real quick, people. Because you, just like you were talking about the male talents and what have you, how should a guy who is breaking into this industry approach, attend these conventions? I feel like be a fan. If you're trying to be more than a fan, just kind of make your intentions clear. Because there's a lot of people out there that if you're polite about it and you just tell them what you want, they'll work with you even if you never work with nobody else like they'll do that but you got to just be up front and realize like you don't necessarily know anything because you've never done it be upfront about it like sometimes you just throwing it out throwing it out on the table will help you a lot because at that point it's like what can they say they can say yes they can say no like what have you got to lose just being completely open about what it is you're trying to do yeah because it's Guys gotta remember, if you're trying, especially if you're trying to get in the industry, this is a business atmosphere. Regardless of the titty shaking, the ass is shaking, being spanked, porn stars there, this is a business atmosphere. Because one, the girls do make money off at the booth. Two, you pay to get your ass in there, because probably nine out of ten, you had no choice, because you ain't on the booth. And all the people that's in there is there for business. So if you walk in there with not a business mind state, because even to the point, like when I think about it, even if you're not able to shoot with ladies, then you can establish shit down the line. You know, I still say you need to walk in there with some track record, some credentials. <laughs> something I, mean, I, guess <laughs> I guess it's difficult because like, you got to start somewhere. So yeah. if you don't, if the only place you know that like to work with people is going to an event where you know people that work with other people, that's just where you're going to start. Like you're not going to necessarily like approach somebody online and ask if they're down because a lot of times you probably get turned down and you don't really know anybody. I mean, I, I suppose you could just go on Twitter. I mean, honestly, you could find amateurs on Twitter all day. Mm -hmm. So is you could probably do that and definitely do scenes and you can get work that way because a lot of these amateurs are never going to come to the show. But see, but see just... even the point that, now, well, what I mean is like this, even though you had shoots with the amateurs, you have something to show them. 
to show potential. Yeah. Where I come from. It's like, like when I went to the convention with Mr. Elliot and them, we handed him a press packet. Press, people know what it is, old school. is a folder, they got your CD in it, and your, your bio, or what have you. That was a professional way of doing things back then. But the point being is, it was to show them of our potential. You hear the, you hear the, D, you hear the uh, CD. <clears throat> you read about our shit. You see our show history and all that good stuff. It's the same thing. It's like now he might not. Now, since we have the advent of phones, hell, it ain't shit. But to sit there and stand right there in front of one of the girls and you talking to her, like, yeah, I, I do a little something, something, something. Did you show her the shit? Yeah, you know, period. It's you have to have something to show some type of potential, even if it's amateurish, but something to show them because how they, how's they going to judge you? Yeah, so I'm saying like you have to. It, it's it's hard to walk into a situation like that and be like, I want to do this, but I have also like nothing to show you, because you really had enough time to like figure it out. Unless you just woke up one morning, morning of the show, and decided that's what you wanted to do. You got time. Like you got time to figure it out, get something done, really have like a whole thing laid out in front of you. It's like you should never really approach people unless it's really just like unavoidable because you didn't. You wasn't thinking about it yesterday with like nothing to show. Yeah, because um, you see, that's why I say I'm trying to see where I want to go with this. That's why I say the way this game is, it we're the one game that, unless you listen to my podcast, is D D I Y. <laughs> You learn by you learn you, you learn by, I guess you, you learn as you go because you kind of got no choice in the matter. Yeah, I mean, because there's, there's still stuff like there's there's people have been doing things for you know eight years and they still don't know certain things going on because like eight years has been doing it your way, not necessarily like the way you want to do it, but just the way you know how to do it. So. So I'm gonna ask you this because, like I said, you've been doing these conventions and stuff. What do you see? <clears throat> well, hold on. We forgot about one important thing. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah, the testing got more expensive. We got a new STI added to it now. So, what what what's the word on the street? How how everybody feeling about it? About these conventions. Well, not the convention, uh, not the convention, but the the because I know next year is going to be very interesting because you know, as you know, there's a new STI that's right now they're testing for. So we do now went to people being swapped to now there's an extra test added on top of the test that you have to take. Um, I think a lot more people are not going to be able to afford to do it because I've seen people post like things on Twitter about that. It is very expensive. But I also think like there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with just people that you know or don't know of. Like there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes that one year is never going to be like the next year. Like there's yeah. com like like all these companies are not like buddy buddy. So when you see one company 
whether it's an event, whether it's a studio, they don't necessarily rock with each other like that. Like some of them do, but a lot of them don't. So there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes that affects one thing and you don't even know what's going on. And it's kind of like, sometimes it affects you indirectly because whatever's going on with them is eventually going to spill into your life. And if you don't really have a plan that doesn't rely on working with these other people, you might get screwed because you're relying on them to always be there. And that might not be the case. So true. See, 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 we even gave y'all some, some ten, 10 hat tingling because see, it's kind of like, this is just me. When I heard about the test, I heard only clear and TTS offered it. Now, I don't know if it's Empower offering or anything, but I find it funny how all these other testing sites popped up this past year and this shit popped up. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that they, 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 yes, there is an STI yes there, there's a such thing of what they were talking about I can't think of the name of it right now but I find it interesting I find it interesting Mr. Burke that when we had in power but CET CET already always been here then there's another new testing there popping up so now you have alternatives on your testing then now there's a new test. I'm just saying, Mr. Burke. Conspiracy, damn it. I, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of people just they're just not fans of also like the uh the way people do tests because there's a lot of people that are like completely safe. Like I think the majority of people are probably safe. But mm-hmm. you're running around doing stuff the right way, and then some people still get caught up because whatever they're doing on a you know, testing side is not necessarily like 100% correct. And they're missing things on their end. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like you need an alternative. Like I know TTS is supposed to be like industry standard and that's what it is. But there's probably so much better services that just don't have that stamp of approval that are better than what they do because they're more thorough than what they do. But because they don't have that stamp of approval, you might be dealing with somebody and they're like, nah, the I don't take this part. because the same. Duh, they all the go to the same goddamn lab. <laughs> yeah. That's the funny shit that people did not think about. They go to lab core. <laughs> so no matter. Because <laughs> people think about this. If it's not Vegas or what, Cali, if you in New York, you in North Carolina, guess where your guess where your TTS test is at? A lab core. <coughs> Even in Vegas. They said they're doing uh, bullshit. They send it to a lab core. I don't think they think about it like that. They think about it more like that's what's what people told them they gotta go to. That's what they do. Yeah. If it's anything else, then it's they probably think it's like more of a low budget thing. It's not like official. Yeah, it's <clears throat> believe me. It's like even back in the day when I first started hearing about TTS, it, it, it was a gold standard. It was the gold standard. It was like I it the only other one I heard of was CET. That was it. It was just them two. 
<laughs> they want nothing else. And not a lot of people use CET. And then yeah, I'm not even sure I know that one. Huh? I said I'm not even sure I know that one. It's um like it was it it, it they were the only two. It's just the reason why you ain't heard of it because it was on TTS or a health department. At one point, yes, the health department was was accepted. It's, it's weird because people then don't want to go and get like regular tests anymore. It's like, ah, oh, nah, regular tests are not good. I'm like, well, damn, these people, you know, they're good for everything else. They're not good for that. I'm like, that's kind of weird because that's really the standard to other people, not necessarily to them, but to the industry, but to everyday people. That's kind of their standard. I just think it's just a money grab for me. I think it's a money grab because they couldn't make the bitch cheaper. I'm just saying. Shit, it's, it's so much money now. Like I said, like I've seen and talked to a lot of people that have been priced out of doing something because they're not going to necessarily get a test and then go shoot, you know, eight scenes. They, they got to make it worth it. And they're not oh, doing a lot. And, and trust and believe, no, you're going to see, see, that's why you got so many girls talking about content partner and why them content houses is about to be very, very important this next year. Yeah, but, yeah, but content houses have like very big like downfalls as well. Oh, of course. But you, 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 you know, <laughs> come on, you know how to, you know how the game is. <laughs> yeah, like that's just like for, if you've never like been to one of those before then and you don't know like the behind the scenes of why it's not necessarily the best idea you probably think like oh this is a great idea I'm like yeah until you understand the fundamentals behind the business end of it and why it's not always a great idea it, it like put it this way I, I'm going to tell you it, it like this before I say this no disrespect to any of the people that do content houses. Do I think people should go do experience content houses? Yes. Do I think they're a good tool for the people in the business? Yes. But you got to give to get, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and now, I don't know how deep you go with it, but with me, just on the surface, <laughs> you sharing it you sharing your scene with everybody. Yep, and that's the problem. That's what I meant. And not everybody priced the scene the same. And you better make sure that you have to make deals to where now you can't release it before me because you, he's worried that, of course, you're going to make more money than him because, well, you got a free <laughs> and your paywall is probably about what ten dollars, <laughs> maybe five or something. You know, you get Madrid, you get Madrid. It's yeah, it's 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 a it's a downside to it, and it's a positive side. I, I'm going to admit that, but um, because of the fact of the testing and money. I'm guaranteed to shoot. I ain't worried about being flaked on. 
Now imagine if a motherfucker flaked now, and we talking about damn they paying four hundred per test. <laughs> when you go now, it's 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 a little bit more. <laughs> That's why it's probably oh, SDI test is separate. That's separate yeah. from the gold standard. That's what's probably easier. It's probably easier, like, like theoretically, it'd be easier to do stuff during events because you know everybody's in the city. But the problem is now you're now you're sacrificing network for the sake of uh, making content, and so you're not really getting a chance to network. So you might be missing out on some really valuable opportunities because you like all want to make content. You might be in the city for four days. Never even see the actual show, which is like, yes, you you got a lot of content, but you ain't made no connections. You ain't met nobody. You ain't talked to nothing. Like, that's not always a great idea because you passed up a bunch of future opportunities for something that now that you've done it, it's like, okay, now what next? Ain't no next because you ain't take advantage of the fact that you are in a city and going to an event or you could go to an event that has all these people. You didn't take advantage of that at all. You just came to the city to shoot, and while that's fine, sometimes it's just gonna leave you in the same position that you were before you got there. So true. And then, like I said, the other trend is the content part. Yeah, I see a lot of girls getting boyfriends. That can feel. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of people out a lot of people out there's I don't know. Like there's a there's a lot of contradictions coming from some of the people. I know it's kind of weird because like I know a lot of people that they're one way on online and they're completely different, like when you're talking to them in person. Mm-hmm. Like the way they the way they feel online about certain things is not the way that they speak in person. Mm-hmm. So it, but it's a perception thing. That's why fans see it the way they see it because yeah. you 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 have to be a character online, but in person you're not that character. You feel completely different, and it's kind of like sometimes trying to keep up with that character is affecting your real life in a completely negative way. Yeah, because see the thing about it is, um, because the tests are not more expensive. Is people making the money from their shit to even keep up with these tests? Because you had motherfuckers that were sitting there getting tested twice, three times a month. Yeah. Shooting. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that's why I said now, yeah, you yeah. Y'all go ahead, you fuckers flake and see what happens next year. <laughs> see what happens. Go ahead and flake. You will be blackballed like a bitch. Now I was about to say like it it's a lot. And people like a lot of people cross boundaries too. Like yeah. a lot of people don't know how to be professional. Even some of the professionals don't know how to be professional. Yeah. Yeah, because but see, but see the thing about it is because like it goes back to respect. If you respect the business, you have to respect the business. Bottom line. Not I ain't talking about respect the money. I ain't talking about respect the pussy. Respect the business. Because at all times you want to do good business. Good business. 
I want to treat this lady with respect to the point that she will come back and film with me again because I made money with her. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. a lot of the cats don't see that. What they see is sex-ass chick that's going to suck my dick and we about to fuck. Because I had someone ask me, why do I shoot with the girls more than once? I said, if she made me money, why wouldn't I use her again? <laughs> I guess they just kind of want, you know, new faces. But I mean, it is a, such a thing as chemistry, obviously. So yeah, if you clearly see yourself having chemistry with somebody, it doesn't make sense for you necessarily to be like, okay, one time and like never again. And sometimes them the scenes that sell the most money, makes the most money. They like the leave the imprint. Yeah, people like new faces, but they also like returning faces that you got chemistry with. That is so true. So I done held you on here, Mr. Burke, long enough, man. It's good that we chopped it back up again, goddamn. We didn't give y'all actually a year in review in porn, technically. Uh, <laughs> No, hold on, hold on. I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this. All right. Before we go. How did the, the stars react to the fact that only fan categories have been added to the awards? Have you heard any chatter about that? I'm just uh, I haven't heard anything about it like recently, but I mean over, I guess, like the course of the last year or so i think a lot of people feel like there's a lot of people that get into it they already have a following they do what they do they do the same thing other people do but they do it on a more scaled down level and you don't like the fact that other people can kind of come in not be as extreme as them but still get to the same heights as them because it's like you know it's like it's like the person it's like the somebody doing a crime and it's like one person does the crime and they do everything and then the other person is just kind of sitting sitting in the car, but y'all both get the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it should be that way. Like, one of y'all clearly did more than the other one. The other one was just kind of just there. Like, why should you get that? And it's the same thing there. It's like, one person is out there. They they out there in 100% full view. Everybody sees them. Everyone knows what you're doing. Other person is kind of just, you know, they're doing a little bit of stuff here or there. It's something that you could show on Cinemax or whatever. And it's just that. But they ain't doing the most. Yeah. But they're still being rewarded the same way. And it's kind of like, you ain't got to go through what I go through based on the decisions. But you want to step into my world and get the same rewards, even though you were fine in your own world before you came over here. And I, I feel like people, that's the problem. And see, see, too, I've seen the train that the porn stars are now trying to, are now moving like the Instagram models. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny how now that has became, like I said, with what the smokers you must understand, there's a there's a status that goes across the board of the industry. When I came in, everybody, no matter whether you was amateur, whether you was pro amateur, where have you shot like a major studio would shoot. Now. The, the, the models looked a certain way. They had to do pretty girl pictures, all this good shit, right? Now, 
the Instagram models since they infiltrated, <laughs> or what we call the content creators, they infiltrated. Now they govern the industry, and now the porn stars are moving like. I mean, that's. that's I mean, I ain't but, mad at it though, cause it shit. It opens them. Cause no, it was funny cause I interviewed this girl named Mimosa, right? I didn't realize she'd been in the business damn near a couple of years for uh, since 2015, and she, yeah. she was on Kink.com, and I remember her on Kink.com when I thought about it, and she did Plumber Pass. But I didn't think she'd been in the game that long. I thought she was an Instagram model that does a little porn. <laughs> Shit, when we you, you do BDSM shit. <laughs> I, I look at it, I look at the, I'm a, I look at the content creators. I compare it to this like like really quick. I look at the content creators like Instagram. For anybody that's been on Instagram, like I've been on Instagram since like 2011. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, remember Instagram before advertisers got on it, and that's the difference. The advertisers watch the people do all the work build up Instagram to the platform it is now. And then they came on there and they started advertising. They started having suggestions pop up. They changed the algorithm. They started letting you do all this stuff on this platform while simultaneously affecting what you post on the platform. But they weren't there when you were building it to the stage that it is now. They just came in when it was already at the top and was like, oh, now we want a part of this. And I feel like that's the same thing with content creators. Like, they didn't go through the grind. A lot of them didn't go through the, the ridicule. They didn't go through the discrimination. But when it became more of a mainstream thing, they started knocking on the door like, oh, we want to come in too and be a part of this. Yeah. Because, see, we the last frontier of something you can physically buy. We the last frontier of you can actually buy something. <laughs> spin our fan base spins on us they don't stream us they have to subscribe or pay to download it <laughs> and they saw that and they saw the money that was being made it's bet there i say i hate when people post how much they made. like recently someone posted bad barber what she made i said lord have mercy gonna be a whole bunch of blue girls on the fans i saw it I saw some people, I saw some people complaining about that. Somebody sent me that and it was like, is this real? And I just kind of glanced at it at first. I didn't see who it was, but then I looked at it again. I, I looked at the name and I was like, oh yeah, that's probably real. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, but you got to understand like her, she's not coming from a background where she just did it one day. Like she's coming from a background where she was doing so much before she was even able to do something like that. And then by the time she was able to do something like that, she already had a built-in fan base of millions and millions and millions of people. So. Yeah. But see, see, I'm going to say what's funny. God, I hate to say this. Two females, they don't even think that deep sometimes. They just see that bitch or that bitch made that. Well, I look just as good as something. <laughs> Trust me, believe it. They don't even think that deep sometimes. Personality because goes it, a long way, though. So what? I said personality also oh, yeah. goes a oh, long yeah. way because yeah. I know a lot of people that they probably have what somebody else would consider the perfect look, mm-hmm. and nobody pays attention to them because their personality is terrible. Yeah. 
trust and believe personality. A woman can talk herself out of money just as easily as she can talk herself into it. Yeah. You know, period. So, but like I said, I held you up on here and I got some more stuff I need to do. So, Mr. Berkey, tell everybody where they can find your work and spend money on you, man. Uh, you know what? I need to I need to kind of put up a link for anybody that wants to like donate to what I do. But uh 718 Burt, that's a Twitter thing, slash X, if you prefer to call it that. That's an Instagram thing. Um, you know, just check out both of those things. I usually I'm like I'm not like a heavy poster on Twitter, but like when there's events, I'm definitely like flooding the timeline with pictures. IG is more like event stuff, but then also like just everyday stuff because I go a lot of places. And I like to post things to the point where people see me in person and be like, damn, your timeline is really interesting because you always somewhere different. I'm like, I don't like staying in one place. So Instagram is more for like everyday stuff, but also like certain type of photos. Twitter is definitely for more like when I go to all these events that we were talking about on the show. And they both got the same 718 Burke um, address to them. There you go, people. So y'all check out his Twitter, his Instagram, the pictures that he took, and all the conventions that he attended and where he will be attending in 2024. So with that being said, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if we haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to him, Mr. Burke. I'm out. It won't be, uh, hopefully it won't be as long until the next one. Oh, no, no. We're we going to make sure we shorten that gap. <laughs> yeah. we, we, got, we got a busy, we got a busy January. We got that, that AVM X3 grind, possibly x -based. So hopefully when we, we do something after that. Okay, then. I'm going to holler at you in January for sure. So, and we out, people. Deuces. Hey.